Hey there, friends, and welcome back to the New Testament in a Year podcast, where we journey through the life, the teachings, the missions of Jesus Christ and the ministry of his disciples in the building of the early church, the New Testament. We're reading one chapter every weekday, 260 chapters and 260 weekdays in a year. We'll read the entire New Testament together. We're going to preview what we read before we read it to get our mind's eye focused, things to listen for, and then we're going to find some application and have a devotions on how we can apply it to our life. So the New Testament in a year, we are in Acts chapter four. Good stuff in this one. Acts chapter four. Let's, uh, let's read together. So grab your Bible if you can and listen closely. If you will, let's look at what we're going to read. Preview. Here we go. So first, what we're going to ask you to look for and to be thinking about as we're reading through this Let's look at the arrest of Peter and John. Watch how the religious leaders respond to the apostles' teachings. Listen to that. And then Peter, as he gets questioned, just admire his boldness. Watch how bold he's going to be as he stands up to these religious leaders of the establishment. And then then see how impressive it is that these men will continually proclaim that Jesus is the cornerstone. I love this. A lot of powerful statements in this passage we're going to read today. So let's do that. Let's turn to Acts chapter 4 if you can. If you're listening in, listen close to God's word and listen for the things that we just shared. We'll start in verse 1. We'll read the entire chapter that takes us through verse 37. So let's read this together. Verse 1 of Acts chapter 4. While they were speaking to the people, this is Peter and John speaking to the people, the priests, the captain of the temple police, and the Sadducees confronted them because they were annoyed that they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection of the dead. So they seized them and took them into custody until the next day, since it was already evening. But many of those who had heard the message believed, and the number of the men came to about 5,000. The next day, their rulers, elders, scribes, assembled in Jerusalem with Annas the high priest, Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and all the members of the high priestly family. After they had Peter and John stand before him, before them, they began to question them. The religious leaders asked them, they said, By what power or in what name have you done this? Then Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit. Filled with the Holy Spirit, he said to them, Rulers of the people and elders, if we are being examined today about a good deed done to a disabled man, by what means was he healed? Let it be known to all of you and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified and whom God raised from the dead, by him this man is standing here before you healthy. 
this Jesus is, and then he, he quotes Psalms. He said, this Jesus is the stone rejected by you builders, which has become the cornerstone. He goes on, he says, there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to people by which we must be saved. End quote. And then verse 13. When they observed the boldness of Peter and John and realized that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and recognized that they had been with Jesus. And since they saw the man who had been healed standing with him, they had nothing to say in opposition. After they ordered them to leave the Sanhedrin, they conferred among themselves, saying, What should we do with these men? For an obvious sign has been done through them, clear to everyone living in Jerusalem, and we cannot deny it. But, so that this does not spread any further among the people, let's threaten them against speaking to anyone in this name again. And so they called for them and ordered them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. Well, Peter and John answered them. They said, Whether it's right in the sight of God for us to listen to you rather than to God, you decide. For we are unable to stop speaking about what we have seen and heard. After threatening them further, they released them. They found no way to punish them because the people were all giving glory to God over what had been done. For this sign of healing had been performed on a man over 40 years old. After they were released, they went to their own people and reported everything that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. When they heard this, they raised their voices together to God and said, Master, you are the one who made the heaven, the earth, and the sea and everything in him in them you said through the holy spirit by the mouth of our father david your servant and they quoted psalms why do the gentiles rage and the peoples plot futile things the kings of the earth take their stand and the rulers assemble together against the lord and against his messiah they go on for in fact, in this city, both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel assembled together against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed, to do whatever your hand and your will had predestined to take place. And now, Lord, consider their threats and grant that your servants may speak your word with all boldness while you stretch out your hand for healing and signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant Jesus. When they had prayed, the place where they assembled was shaken. And, and they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word of God boldly. Verse 32. Now the entire group of those who believed were of one heart and mind. And no one complained that any of his possessions was his own, but instead they held everything in common. With great power, the apostles were giving testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus, and great grace was on all of them. For there was not a needy person among them, because all those who owned lands or houses sold them, brought the proceeds of what they had sold, and laid them at the apostles' feet. This was then distributed to each person as they any had need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus by birth, the one of the apostles called Barnabas, which is translated son of encouragement, 
sold a field he owned, brought the money, and laid it at the apostles' feet. That's the end of Acts chapter 4. Acts chapter 4. A lot of bold things happen there. Let's, uh, let's try to unpack that and reflect on what we just read. So looking at this, whew, you see how they were emboldened as the religious leaders came before them and threatened them to stop doing what they're doing? To stop and they, they were emboldened. Ultimately, that word bold going to the root of its meaning means to say it like it is without holding back. The Holy Spirit emboldened them and flowed through them and empowered their tongue to say what needed to be said in a way that the religious leaders could hear what needed to be heard and ultimately could not argue against them. You see, God can use you, can embolden you to do things, to say things in ways that you didn't think you could for his glory. Standing up for God, for your faith, you can do it whenever you allow the Spirit to move through you. These were uneducated men, unexperienced men, as the Scripture said. But my, oh my, they said powerful things because the Spirit moved through them. Have you ever been in your life when you have been threatened by your faith and you just don't feel like that you have the ability, you have the training, you have the worth, whatever that you try to put in your way, that word there is a barrier. Remember that the Holy Spirit can embolden you, can give you the strength, the ability to do things that you never thought you could do for the glory of God. Boldly proclaim the name of Jesus in all circumstances, and God will receive the glory. And as a result, see how unity, they were all of one mind, as the scripture says, right? As we read, they were all of one mind. They were The, the believers all came together, and they were all working together with the core purpose of building a, 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 a group of believers and sharing the gospel, the truth of Jesus with others. They took all they had, brought it together so that ultimately they could pour into the world. Wow, the generosity that we saw through that unity, through that shared purpose and the willingness to meet the needs of others. Wow. Can we get to that point? How willing are we to go and give and be so generous that it hurts so generous that we're willing to sell possessions to help the needy that's a hard call a lot of times we don't want to read into it and we don't want to think that that's something that we're expected to do but we can we should if God lays that on our heart all for his glory ultimately through this book, we're going to see that we can face dilemmas and difficulties and trials, but through that, we can stand firm in faith. Stand firm in faith. The Holy Spirit will enable us, empower us, embolden us. As God's Word tells us, and over and over again we're reminded, Alone we can't, but through him we can. Amen for that. 
Notice the resilience of the early believers. May we be resilient in the face of adversity. May we stand strong for our faith in our families, and our faith in our workplace, at our school, at our circle of life that the Lord has placed us. May we be resilient. May we be bold for our faith and all for His glory. All for His glory. Amen. Thank you for joining me on this reading of Acts chapter 4. I'm looking ahead already to Acts chapter 5. I can't wait. I want to keep on going. So I'll see you next episode. Let's uh, let's keep this journey going together. Be sure to, to tune in, to subscribe, to share, so that we can embolden others through God's word too. God bless y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to the New Testament in a Year podcast, where we simply read the Word of God and we try to unpack it so we can find application in our lives, knowing that there is nothing more powerful than God's Word. You see, Scripture is the only source that teaches us who God is and what God wants of us. My encouragement is that the Word of God will bless you and ultimately bless your friends and family. I'll encourage you to share this podcast with your friends, share it on your social media or by word of mouth. Join in. Let's read the word of God together. And through this, may God be glorified through our reading, listening, application, and understanding of his word together.